Hello, everybody, and welcome to the podcast here. This is going to be a podcast for my final reflection project for CP English 9. Um, today, we've got several topics here we want to discuss um, from online learning uh, just to school events and really world events even that have been canceled, uh, all the way just to cases in the general areas and you know how the coronavirus pandemic is affecting Ohio and our small town of Wapakoneta. So starting off, we're going to be going into online learning and just uh, transitioning into, you know, a mainly online way of life, basically. Uh, Seth, you got any first thoughts on that? Um, it's a lot easier. Uh, best English grade I've ever had. I'm pretty sure my English grade right now is B minus. Uh, shout out Linda Temple. Thanks for the great grades. Had that great Zoom call, you know. Great time on there. Best grade I've ever had in that class. So, you know, it's looking great. Sculptures, though. Let me tell you, sculptures is not easy online. Because you can't do anything sculpture-wise. So I'm having to draw. And let me tell you, I am not artistic. Yeah. And we, so. are, we are joined here by my brother Seth today. Uh, he's going to be joining us as we talk about these topics and uh yeah like you said it's definitely been definitely been easier for some folks i know the majority of people uh, it's it's kind of a split issue because some people find it easier being able to work at your own pace and like on your own time and on your own guidelines but then you know some people rely do rely on the help of teachers and other you know help sources and now being without those, they're definitely struggling. Although you can't, you, it's not as easy to get those, like, to get help. You still can. I know teachers yeah, will true. be doing Zoom calls, emails, like, um, you can, like, any way you can really get to them, emails, Zoom calls, like, any way really, uh, they can help you. I know that, uh, my, Algebra 2. Yeah. She is doing that. Um, yeah, we do appreciate all our teachers for uh, just being, like, so uh, accessible in this time, you know, being there for us and everything. Um, yeah, and some people are... I, I see a few people have find it very easy to, tra- to transition into an online lifestyle, being, you know, introverted, like normally myself included but some people are struggling they do miss like you know being able to go to school and see their friends and you know see the teachers and all that stuff some people even rely on the school for like say school lunches or something and now that we don't have you know school anymore they have to find some other way to make that happen like uh our school Wapakoneta City Schools are kind enough to actually provide lunches for the students here but some some schools aren't that fortunate and people have to find other ways to get food on the table um i think another big thing that i've seen recently with the whole transition into online is the cancellation of uh the prom and a thing i've seen with that is uh, like pretty much the day that prom was supposed to be on. I know a bunch of people um, 
mainly girls. I didn't really see a whole lot of guys do it at all. But uh, they dressed up and went over to a friend's house, took pictures like they normally would before prom, and you know, they were all sad. Uh, personally, I didn't have anything for prom ready, so uh, you know, kind of on my side on that one. Yeah. Saved quite a bit of money with that. <laughs> so, you know, it was good or bad things, pros and cons to it. But another big thing is uh, graduation. That whole topic is still kind of getting thrown up in the air on how we should do it, whether we should do like the drive through or the um, virtual. I mean, either way, don't really care. Yeah. As I mean, as long as I get my high school diploma, uh, I, I mean, it, it, works. it is what it is, you yeah. know. It happens. Yeah. Uh, there's not really much I can do about it. I'm not going to be that person to, you know, throw a big old fit that I don't get some big graduation ceremony like everybody else because, quite frankly, I don't care. I just don't. <laughs> and that's a great transition into our next topic, uh, school events and mainly, uh, like, just kind of general world events that have been canceled. Um, like you mentioned, uh, graduation prom. Also, uh, sports like track, baseball, softball, things like that. Seth, you're you're a senior and you were supposed to be doing your last year of track. Um, how's it feel knowing that you won't be able to do that anymore? Um, I mean, at first I was kind of really hoping that we'd get back May 1st because if we did, we'd still have like a three-week track season and then go into like WBLs and districts and state and all that and uh unfortunately we didn't go back may 1st so none of that happened and uh that was probably one of the things i was more sad about about my senior year like and how all this has panned out and whatnot but i mean again i can't really control any of this um i mean yeah it's i'm I'm sad i might not ever do track again but i mean i did it for five years so you know, I was happy. I, I was able to put my, you know, leave my mark on the track team for my five years that I was there. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, there's not really much I can do about it. So, I mean, again, it is what it is. It happens. Yep. And even on a more uh, global level, uh, major events, like I know the uh, Summer Olympics have been postponed, I think, to 2021. Yep. Uh, the NBA was postponed. They were in a uh, – there was two games going on. I don't remember who they were who was playing but yeah. uh, mid-game they sent everybody home and that was that was the end of it that was yeah. the end of the NBA season um, I know the NFL draft was the first thing to, or this is the first year we've ever done the NFL draft virtually uh, and there was supposed to be some big old thing with the 2020 draft just cause um, you know I think this is like the 100th season of the I believe so yeah so they were they wanted to do something real big for it uh, but, you know, again, yeah. you know, it is one of those, it happens. Uh, <laughs> but, I mean, I know about everything's, like, anything really big where mass crowds are gathering, concerts, uh, sporting events, just any big meetings, like, greeting areas, yep. pretty much are closed down to the public. Uh, you know, everybody is told to stay inside their house and like just quarantine and try not to get this and avoid it at all costs yeah. but 
then there is the whole thing with the essential workers. Yeah. That's uh, definitely been a big, uh, big issue. There has been fuss about whether what, like, whether yeah, what something is essential. Yeah, considered essential and what is not. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's some things that I could see that are essential, like, you know, Walmart and like superstores and gas stations. Yeah, like that's definitely essential. Things or like where you can go to get things that you need. Like I call that essential, you know. But working at McDonald's, <laughs> man, I know some of y'all like rely on that food to like live. But you know, y'all got a little extra time with this whole quarantine thing. Don't understand why you can't just whip up a quick meal, you know. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah. Do like to pay though, you know. It's whatever. <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of issues, like, people, you know, and, you know, there's been protests that I've, you know, I've seen all over social media, and it's pretty much in direct, like, violation of the recommendation that we stay at home, not mass gather, and, you know, I don't, I don't really like that, just because, like, they've got, they've got the right idea, like, staying home, staying inside, staying away from other people, like, social distancing and all that. That is the best idea that we can have to eliminate this pandemic. But people, whether it's for selfishness or some other reason, mainly selfishness, are just going outside anyway and getting in these mass gatherings. And it's definitely not helping the problem, even though they just want it to go away and they want to you know, go outside again. They want everything to return back to normal, but it'll take quite some time for everything just to disappear or back to normal. But... There is, okay, I understand why people are leaving the house and, like, gathering. We've almost been in quarantine for, what, maybe two months? Yeah, two months now. So, you know, for the people that actually have stayed inside and just kind of been by themselves, that's two months. Yeah. That's a lot of time by yourself. Yeah, and it is. So, that is almost, like, and, like... (laughs) Not gonna, I don't want to say it, but that's like an insane asylum. Yeah. You are true. just trapped with your thoughts yeah. and everything. So sometimes I understand why people just need to get out. Um, and I mean, I know a lot of people that fell victim to this. And frankly, I was one of them. I mean, I've been fishing quite a bit lately. Yeah. Uh, normally people don't look at me as a fisher, per- like a fishing type of guy, but you know. Quarantine 2020. Yeah. I see him on the big leagues. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you really just got to find uh, unique ways to, you know, occupy your time. And, and, and there's many ways you could do that. There's, that is true. Uh, you know, play video games with friends, uh, Zoom meetings, FaceTiming. Yeah. You know, there's multiple different ways that you can still stay in touch with friends and Although you're not seeing them physically, you're seeing them virtually. Yeah. I mean, it's a small price to pay, but, I mean, you're staying safe, they're staying safe. That is true. And that's all you really want to ask for. I mean, that's all you can really do. Yeah. To help this whole thing. And I, you know, I feel like we are very, at least, you know, there's like a great silver lining to it that even though we are all stuck inside, we live in an age where, you know, we can just pick up our phone, you know, FaceTime whoever we want to, and then we can just talk to them, see each other. We live in a society. Yes, we do. (laughs) Uh, But, you know, that kind of brings us right into our next topic with, 
you know, confirmed cases and deaths with the coronavirus. Um, in Ohio, there has been um, 21,131 confirmed cases and um, 1,271 deaths. Yeah. Um, there, that's, I mean, those are big numbers. Yeah, uh, not sure. going to say that those are small by any means, but um, in other places, there are even bigger numbers. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's, it's going to be hard to contain such a large space. Like, and I mean, just because you tell everybody just to stay inside doesn't mean that everybody's going to follow yeah. that. Uh, there's no way that you're going to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, there was kind of two parts that, like, two places that I looked up to find this information. Um, Franklin, uh, near Columbus, which uh, is where my sister lives. And uh, maybe about a month ago, I went down there. And, um, you know, they, we maybe only had 16 cases in all Glaze County at the time or in Walpawk at least. Uh, and they were up in the 500s and we went out to eat and we walked into Chipotle and they, it, it was very strict. Nothing like Nothing like you'd see here, but I mean, now we are now starting to see it. I mean, Auglaise County in itself is at 42 cases. Um, last I known, or last I knew anyway, uh, Walpock had eight, but I mean, I'm sure that probably went up a little bit yeah. if I had to guess. Um, I did read that Franklin had 119 deaths, and I think Walpock, or not Walpock, Auglaise county had I think it said three yeah um so I mean it's it could be worse yeah definitely I feel like the you know social distancing everyone telling us to stay inside like uh staying six feet apart not doing any mass gatherings it's definitely helped to uh as I say flatten the curve yeah and uh you know, and we could be we could be looking at a lot higher numbers right now, but on, like fortunately we aren't. But uh, I can def you know I think we can definitely say for sure that no one at the beginning of of the pandemic no one saw this coming. Yeah, and I mean, definitely. Uh, you okay? I guess I can't really say we saw this coming, but there was a warning at. So, in December, there was that period when a bunch of people got the... Well, they didn't really call it the flu. Yeah. It was just an upper respiratory, like, bug, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like, it wasn't really a disease at the time, but it was just kind of like a bug going around. And I feel like... I feel like that was probably, like, the first strands of the coronavirus. It just didn't have a name yet. It was just an upper respiratory bug or like cold or whatever something and then once i feel like once it got that name everybody went crazy like once we gave it the coronavirus name everybody went crazy i mean shelves were empty for weeks i mean you Uh, couldn't buy toilet paper hand sanitizer i mean almost everything was gone yeah especially the water 
you know, you hear a lot of people talk about the toilet paper craze and a lot of people, like, buying up. And, I mean, it's just, yeah, it was really, like, uh, strange to see at the beginning of the, you know, beginning of the pandemic, like, you know, you expect to go into your local Walmart, you see everything stocked up, ready to go, and you can buy whatever you need. But now, you know, that more more than likely won't be the case. Hand sanitizer is gone, bread's gone, milk's probably gone. Yeah. Toilet paper, have fun finding that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 500 grit sandpaper is what we're using next. <laughs> um, but, you know, I mean, there's there's a lot that we we can do to prevent it, but there's also a lot we can't do. Yeah, it's, yeah, it is, you know, some parts of it are just really out of our control. There's nothing we can do there, but I feel like overall we're doing a, you know, great deal to flatten this curve and uh, really prevent the number of cases that could be happening. Yeah, I mean, I feel like there's things that we can be doing better at. Uh, that is very true. With the whole opening everything back up, that is, it's kind of scaring me. Yeah. Uh, you know, I get, like, the there's some things that we can open back up very slowly and I like I like the idea of only letting a certain amount of, like there should only be a certain amount of people in at a time like heck I went to marathon today and they're on the door there it says only 10 people yeah. in the building at a time yeah I saw that yesterday and so I mean if my whole if, if our whole family went in there at once there could only be four more people yeah that'd be more than half the capacity being taken <laughs> so, you know, it, you know, there's it's, different yeah. things that are okay, and then there's other things that are just not okay. Yeah, it's definitely, like, you know, debatable whether we should be opening up so soon, or, like, waiting until it has absolutely died down before taking any steps to open up, but... Um, I, you know, I can see where they're coming from. They want to open up as much as they can. We know the economy has been taking a hit as of recently because of all this. And they definitely want to open back up and, you know, just try and get everything back to normal. But we are, we are living at a weird point in history where, um, you know, nothing is really predictable. So I guess we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. But, I mean, we are... I guess you can say we are living in a point of history. Yeah, that is true. Because, I mean, you gotta think, like, 80 years from now. Yeah. Well, heck, I'll probably be dead by then. 70 years from now, if my old body is still moving, my my grandchildren will be learning about the plague of 2020. Yeah, like, we'll we'll have various stories to tell our children. And, you know, we'll we'll probably be in the history books there. And, you know, like, you know, history teachers will be telling their students, don't be like these idiots, be like these people that did actually something smart. But, I mean, there's only so much, like we said, there's only so much we can do and so much we can't do. Um, I guess, I guess, me, I can't really tell anybody what to do because, I mean, (laughs) technically I'm an adult, but I'm 18, so... Who's going to listen to me? Nobody. That is um, true. So, I mean, 
if I if I could say anything, I'd be like, yo, stay inside. But I can't, I can't even really say that myself because, I mean, heck, I was fishing this morning at 7.30 in the morning. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, you just be smart about it. Yeah, you know? really. Just use common sense. If, there's, if you know you're going to go to a place where there's more than probably 10 people, like, say if you're going to your Walmart or whatever. Be smart. Don't be, like, near anybody for a specific amount of time. Oh. Like, try not to touch anything and then, like, touch your face. So, like, just be smart about yeah. it. Don't don't be selfish. <laughs> like, That's another thing. Like, In this time, you, you just can't be dumb. Like, yeah, I, really. That sounds stupid to say, <laughs> but, like, you just can't be dumb because... You know, you'll be caught slipping, um, and then boom, that's it, you got it. Um, so that's probably going to wrap up our closing thoughts, and that will wrap up our podcast. Um, it's been a great time talking, and uh, would like to say, um, if this is the last time anybody in the Wolfpack in the high school hears me, it's been a great four years. Uh, it's been a long four years, actually. <laughs> um, you know... Um, I'm ready to leave. Uh, I got one more week of high school left, and then I'm gone. And if I said I was excited, if I if I said I wasn't excited, I'd definitely be lying to you, Mr. Shobe. It has been a pleasure sleeping in your class almost all of <laughs> junior year. Um, thank you for not failing me, but you know, kind of don't like you because because only because you put me in CP English and not dummy English. But here I am graduating out of CP English 12 yeah. with Mrs. Temple. So, you know, your boy's out here kind of doing whatever he doing wants to. Doing stuff. Um, just, you know, thank you for the great junior year. Um, also, thanks for all the help during my senior year. I know I didn't really ask for much help. But, I mean, I brought in a couple things for you to check, and you did. I mean... I kind of took your word for it and stuff. And so, I mean, I just, you know, thank you. So, um, that's all I got to say. Trent's going to end this off. Peace out. Um, yeet. (laughs) And with all that being said, uh, this has been the podcast. We don't really have a name for it, but, you know, that's it. That's all we got to say about that. So, we'll see you later.